Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. Well, it sounds to me as if, you know, obviously taxation is is an issue. Uh, Where do you, in Stillwater, what is the primary source of uh, taxation income? Uh, is it property taxes or sales taxes? Uh, how do they get their money? Okay, this uh, in all of Oklahoma, uh, the municipalities are supposed to be funded by a portion of the sales tax. Now, I think four and a half cents of our sales tax goes to the state, uh, but we have three and a half cents that goes to the uh, goes to the city. That amounts to about twenty eight. Maybe thirty thousand or thirty million a year, but the way things are going, they're getting half again more than that forty six million dollars a year from the utilities and so, so you know so they've they've got a double income here because that back that is all backdoor taxes, stuff that we have not voted on we have not approved the, the county is uh the county has a smaller budget than the city does. <laughs> I mean, a lot smaller. But uh, it's it's kind of crazy that uh, you don't that have. They, so you don't have property tax. Yes, we have some property tax too, uh, and I don't know the exact breakdown on that. I'm sorry, Doctor Dan. I don't I don't know that. I wish I did. I, I think that most of that goes to schools. We have. Uh, uh, we have the university, of course. We have uh, Meridian Technical College here, and we have a lot of public schools here. And I think that most of that uh, property tax goes to that. I don't know what else uh, or how else that property tax is broken down. You know, it sounds. I mean, obviously, there's everything is about money when it comes down to the government. It's about money and power. That's really what everyone is is talking about. Uh, so y- your your city of Stillwater has a huge income. Certainly by our, by our standards here, uh, we live in a small rural area uh, here, and, and a a thirty a forty six million dollar uh, uh, annual income from uh, sales tax and and the uh, utilities trust. Uh, is a is a whole bunch of money. So the question then comes: What are they doing with the money? Are they spending it in a wise way, or are they uh, buying themselves all Rolls Royces? How's it well? Work? For many, many, many years, they have uh, neglected the uh, maintenance on the streets and the water, uh, water lines, sewer lines, and everything. 
they've just tried to keep up with the uh, requirements. You know, if something breaks, fix it. And uh, that's kind of been the, the mantra. There, there hadn't been any really good maintenance. And they're starting to do some of that now, but uh, it's, it's just uh, we're just way behind. So, I don't know what they're doing with all the money, to be, to be honest with you. I knew, know that they have the average, the average national, uh, nationally, the average com, uh, municipality has about seven and a half municipal employees per thousand residents. Okay? Stillwater has 12 and a half uh, employees per, you know, so we've, we're overstaffed and we know it, and uh, they don't want to admit it. So one of the questions, obviously, uh, from my perspective, would be, uh, do you have elections in Stillwater? Oh, oh yeah. But the university kind of rules, and uh, a lot of the uh, people that are elected to the city council are lobbyists from the, the, uh, the university sector. So... Again, uh, to a certain extent, I mean, I understand. I mean, demographics are always involved and are very important in electoral politics. I mean, there's no question about it. Um, it sounds to me, and and I'm certainly not. You don't have to take my advice or my word about it. But you have people in power in Stillwater who. Um, obviously are not governing uh, properly or governing in such a way uh, that the public at large is benefiting. Uh, And it would seem to me that a concerted effort would be your best way of changing that. Well, Uh, we've we've tried to talk to them about it in uh, city council meetings, but they've limited us to uh, three minutes per person. And uh, <laughs> you know things like that to keep kind of slow the slow down our gears, and uh, so we haven't been very effective at, at getting anything that's really for the public's benefit. It's always been for the government benefits. You see, the average government employee here in Stillwater makes fifty-six thousand dollars a year. Now, I told you a while ago how much the uh, median family income was, 30000 What's going on there? Why are they getting twice <laughs> what the private sector is getting? You know, it's, uh, they've just kind of gone haywire with it. Well, Dennis, you, you've written a book, and I, again— uh, I am uh, speaking with uh, Dennis Gronquist of Stillwater, Oklahoma, who's written a book, Socialism Oki Style, Corrupting the Public Trust. Uh, he's telling a tale which, unfortunately, in, in many respects, uh, is, is common uh, throughout, certainly throughout our area as well as his area. But like I said, uh, kind of in the beginning, that it... Government corruption is universal. Uh, There is no question about it. Uh, But the government corruption or government taking advantage of the people uh, can take different forms, different shapes, 
uh, in different parts of the country. Uh, and in Stillwater, uh, we've been told uh, by Dennis uh, about the utility public utility trust. And so to kind of summarize, this is a, a public trust which is behaving in an illegal uh, certainly what sounds like an Ill- illegal manner. They're taking the money, and they're not really spending it wisely. They're not being held accountable, uh, and they're they're overstaffed, and they're was- basically wasting uh, public funds, which could be used to better the community in, in itself. So that's, a, a, that's something that's particular to Stillwater because uh, you have the, the, the bulk of your income, as you as you were telling us, comes from sales tax. Whereas in our area, the bulk of the public funds comes from property taxes, and the sales tax are a much smaller part um, of the income of the counties uh, and cities and things of that nature. But that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that abuse doesn't occur. Uh, and so it's been kind of interesting to listen, Dennis, to the problems you're having in Stillwater. Because the philosophy is the same, namely the government tries to take as much money as it can from people, use it to feather their own nests in as many ways as it can, or as they can, and not really do what's proper uh, for the government. So how would you go about remedying this? Well, I'd first start with those those statutes, and and I put a complete list of those statutes uh, in Appendix 1 of the book that I put together. And uh, those statutes are, uh, in those statutes, they do a lot of things they're not supposed to do. Uh, they have conflicting uh, rules in there uh, where trusts are not, uh, you can't use trusts outside of what they were originally supposed to be uh, in the trust indenture, but, I mean, if it's a for-profit trust, it can be used for creating a profit, but that profit needs to be defined in the trust indenture what that profit's going to be used for. Well, they don't. They, uh, they, uh, if it's a not-for-profit trust, they're not supposed to take a profit or take money from the trust, but they do. Uh, that's where they get this big money, and uh, that's uh, what the trust was set, set up for, they say. Uh, there's, you know, it's just one statute after another that conflicts with another, each other, and uh, the statutes are really poorly uh, put together, and there's no interest uh, in, uh, in Oklahoma City capital uh, of anyone that really wants to sit down and, and seriously look at this and try to correct it. Uh, there are 1,176 of these trusts across the state, and they're not all like our Stillwater Utilities Authority because they're not all revenue trusts. Some of them are, are uh, giveaway trusts. Some of them are uh, just smaller. Uh, there's just a wide variety of these trusts, and they range all the way from the turnpikes, you know, down to uh, the standard public utilities. Well, it's, it sounds to me that it sounds to me like you really need to find in your in the state house uh, 
a champion. Someone yes. you need to find someone who is willing to stand up and fight for you in in the Capitol. Because this is a state sounds to me like a statewide issue. Uh you in Stillwater obviously have some specific problems with the utilities trust and 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 obviously if they are just barely keep, if they are just barely keeping up with the keeping with building infrastructure repairing infrastructure when they should be using this money for greater purpose or not even having as much money and turning it back over to the taxpayers in one form or another uh, you're not going to get anywhere in stillwater itself so I yeah, think th- I think you're right. Um, I've written in the book. Uh, I also well in the book I also go through the the uh, Stillwater Utility Authorities Trust Indenture step by step, and it is it is published in the back of the book also along with the uh, state statutes, so you can compare them easier yourself. And I go up and down the list, uh, uh, you know, defining all the different problem areas that I see. And uh, what and and later on, I get to the point when the, in the summary there were uh, some things that we might do about it. Uh, we can we could reform the statutes, and I give some examples of how we could re- reform the statutes and and make them uh, valid trusts again. But the way they've got it set up right now, where the elected officials are the trustees, they have a city council meeting. And then they strike the gavel, and then they have the Stillwater Utilities Authority meeting and the operations and the of the uh, and they call each other trustees there. You know, it's just that simple. And uh, as trustees, the trustees should be have an interest in uh, in the trust itself. It's you know fair uh, care and keeping. Whereas a city councilman, they are responsible for the city budget. There is a conflict of interest there that is gigantic, and uh, that's how. And since the state uh, uh, statutes allow them to take money or property or, or power or whatever they want out of one trust and give it to another, uh, they get trust funds to fund the city from the trust. Uh, and it's a not-for-profit trust. It says very clearly it was not a for-profit, but they allow it. It's, uh, it's, it's just a, more than a conflict of interest. It's, it's uh, something that uh, everyone has become accustomed to. Uh, they like what they've got, and they don't want to give it up, give up their power, uh, because... You know, it, when I, I also go down, you know, start with our with Stillwater First Public Trust, the Stillwater Public Trust Authority, and Public Works Authority, and that's where all power was given to that one. Okay, a couple of years later, they wanted to uh, do a, wanted to buy a hospital. Uh, it was an old hospital that belonged to a church, and uh, they bought it for two and a half million dollars. So they set up another trust for that. And if you look at the uh, city uh, charter, the uh, tr- 
the uh, city councilman can only spend up to $25,000 on any one public uh, improvement without a vote of the people. We've got to have, got to have more than that. And uh, <clears throat> got to have more than that to buy this hospital. So the, they put it in a trust where they could borrow $2.5 million. Well, it's all well and good, you know. So and so on, and then, and then the next one comes along. Well, they, they, it was uh, a little bit more, and then it was a little bit more. When they got to the uh, Stillwater Utilities Authority, they they were st- uh, struggling with problems that their the electric generating plant it was was getting old, and uh, they couldn't generate enough electricity to serve the city. At the same time, they was having trouble getting enough water in here. <clears throat> So the decision was made, well, we're going to have a uh, 36-inch uh, pipeline from Caw Lake, uh, 42 miles long, uh, to bring water into Stillwater. And we'll have to put off by an, uh, upgrading the utility. We're going to have to start buying electricity from uh, one of the other vendors that's on the grid. And uh, we picked a very good vendor, uh, uh, Grand River Dam Authority, GRDA. And uh, they've been a very reliable uh, source of electricity for the community. And their prices aren't terrible bad. Uh, they're down there around, uh, around the, what the average for the state is or below, which is about somewhere around $0.06 cents, uh, per kilowatt hour. But our electric company decides to charge the public $0.12.5. Cents. See, well, that's over double. And uh, they got to have that profit, you know. They got to have that money to uh, fund the city, and uh, that's just that's just a part of the uh, grand grand scam there. And well, well, Dennis, uh, I you've you've outlined a sort of a chain of events uh, in Stillwater, Oklahoma, which obviously started small. They found out they liked it real quite a lot. It was doing real good for them, not for you. And they just kept on going. So we've been talking with Dennis Gronquist, and uh, I want to. He has just written a book, uh, Socialism Okie Style Corrupting the Public Trust. If you want to get a hold of Dennis, I'll give you his email address. It's D Gronquist, that D G R O N Q U I S T, at suddenlink.net. And that's a good way to get hold of him. Um, you know, Dennis, you, you've outlined a tale that is all too familiar, uh, and I would say this to you. Uh, you need to get yourself a white knight either in the legislature or you have to find yourself an attorney who is willing to, to take on this fight for you because it sounds to me uh, as if a, a suit could be filed that might get them to sit up and take notice. Uh, those are probably the only two ways that we now have to to stop government abuse uh, is to find someone in a higher legislative body that's willing to fight for you or perhaps find a lawyer who's willing to file a suit either in state court or federal court, whatever is, is uh, most advantageous, and try to get the wrongs righted. So... It's been a pleasure having you today on on Freedom Forum Radio. 
Uh, I wish you all the luck, and I hope that you keep us posted here, and I hope that my listeners contact you if there are anyone here who thinks they might give some input and help uh, to Dennis Gronquist and the people of Stillwater. Uh, please contact him, contact me, and we can contact him for you. Uh, and uh, again, Dennis, thank you so very, very much for being a guest on uh, Freedom Forum Radio. Thank you, Dr. Dan. I really appreciate your your help on this. I sell the books out of my house, so the email is the best way to contact me. Thank you so much, Dennis. Thank you, sir. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The rights to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. I get joy in everything. Everything, everything, everything gonna be all right this morning. Oh, <laughs>